I'm absolutely in favor. It's necessary because it is an incentive for people to contribute to their retirement. For every rand that a person contributes, a certain portion thereof is available as a tax deduction for the person. If I can put it just in layman's terms, if if you were to contribute, for example, say 200,000 or 2 million or 200 million, you would be able to, to get a percentage deduction of that contribution currently as a deduction against the income that you've earned so that your tax that you would pay to the, to the fiscus would be less. And as a result, it actually is a, is a major cost for, for the fiscus. And it's, if you look at it from an incentive point of view, you don't really want to be incentivizing people to contribute that massively to their retirement without having a cap in place. It doesn't really seem feasible to, to have a, a, a regime where the majority of the users of the regime don't even understand how it works. So the other part to, to, the, to the reform is basically to make sure that it's more accessible for people so that they understand how it works. Economists and, and other experts are saying after the 1st of March 2016, people who retire or leave their jobs will only be able to withdraw a third of their pension and the rest must be invested into some form of annuity. Is that right? No, no, not at all. Um, I think the, the misconception was created by the use of the word preservation. Now, preservation is generally a term that is, that is used for pre-retirement. So if I resign from an employer, I can, if I choose to, currently preserve my money by putting it into a preservation fund. Or I can take a portion and put a portion into a preservation fund and, 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 and take a portion home as a lump sum. But I don't have to. So I can just resign, take my money and go. That is not changing, not from a pension fund point of view, not from a provident fund point of view. There has been a discussion paper issued by National Treasury about two, three years ago, but nothing has moved on that front in quite some time. So the only thing that is changing now is to the extent people are making contributions to funds and when they retire from a fund. So let's deal with some scenarios. There may be some of our listeners who plan to change their jobs this year. What effect does this legislation have on them? It doesn't have an effect on them, whether they're under the age of 55 or over the age of 55. If they resign from their job within the year, they can take their money. Next year, they can take their money. The year thereafter, they can take their money. So in the foreseeable future, no legislative changes have been proposed in draft format or otherwise, that will change the fact that when you resign from your job, you can take your money that's held up in a retirement fund. So if you're retiring then, perhaps this year, or you're planning to retire in the next few years, what effect would this have then? So if you retire from a pension fund, the old dispensation will apply, except your de minimis requirement would change. So Say, for example, you've got 250,000 rand as your retirement interest and you retire from a pension fund, then you don't have to annuitize any portion of that money. You can take it as a lump sum as from 1 March 2016 onwards. The amount has gone up from 75,000 to 247,500. So that's quite substantial increase on that end. However, if you are a member of a provident fund, if you retire say in 2017 at some point, and you were 55 or older as at 1 March 2016, then all the contributions that you've made to that Provident Fund, plus all the growth thereon, you do not have to annuitize, never ever. So 
Say, for example, you take that money and you preserve it because you get another job and you only retire, say, in, say, 2025, for example, and you are 55 and older as at this, never, ever do you have to annuitize any portion of that money because you were 55 or older as at 1 March 2016 in a provident fund. So the protection of those people are sacred. Wherever they take that money and the growth on that money, they never ever have to annuitize. The difference, though, is for a person who's under the age of 55 as at 1 March 2016, their vested right protection only pertains to the contributions made pre-1 March 2016 and the growth thereof. Uh, there are a lot of people that are entering jobs. They may be 25 years older. So should there be anything that they're aware of in terms of how they save for retirement? So say, for example, you are currently 25 and you're a member of a Providence Fund. You've contributed, say, up to 100000 at this point, as I'd say, 1 March 2016. That 100000 if it grows to 400000 by the time you retire one day in the future, then that 400000 will still be paid out as a lump sum. And, and you don't need to annuitize that portion. But anything that you contribute past 1 March 2016, you will have to annuitize to the extent that that amount exceeds 247500